Study Article 39. This article will be studied during the week of November 20th through 26th. Let mildness be your strength. Theme text A slave of the Lord does not need to fight, but needs to be gentle toward all. 2 Timothy 2 24. Song 120 Imitate Christ's Mildness. Preview This article provides suggestions on how we can defend our beliefs with mildness when provoked or challenged by others. Paragraph 1. Question. What may we be asked about at work or at school? How do you feel when a workmate or a schoolmate asks you about your beliefs? Do you feel nervous? Most of us do. But such a question may offer insight into the other person's thinking or beliefs. Giving us an opportunity to share the good news. At times, though, a person may raise a question in a challenging manner. That should not surprise us. After all, some have been misinformed about our beliefs. Furthermore, we are living in the last days, a time when many are not open to any agreement and are even fierce. 2 Timothy 3 1 and 3. Paragraph 2. Question. Why is mildness desirable? You may wonder, how can I be gentle and gracious when someone challenges my Bible based beliefs? What will help you? In a word, mildness. A mild person does not get easily upset, but is able to control himself when faced with frustrations and uncertainties. You may feel, though, that it is easier said than done. How can you develop mildness? How can you respond with mildness when someone challenges your beliefs? And if you are a parent, how can you help your children to learn how to defend their faith with mildness? Let us see. How to Develop Mildness. Paragraph 3. Question. Why can it be said that mildness is a strength, not a weakness? Mildness is a strength, not a weakness. It takes inner strength to keep calm when facing a trying situation. Mildness is one aspect of the fruitage of the Spirit. Galatians 5 22 and 23. A form of the Greek word rendered mildness was at times used to describe a wild horse that had been tamed. Picture a wild horse that becomes gentle. That is, Gentle yet strong. As humans, how can we develop mildness and at the same time be strong? Not by sheer willpower. A key is praying for God's Spirit, asking Him to help us cultivate this beautiful quality. Experience shows that this can be done. Many witnesses have responded mildly when confronted by opposers, leaving a favorable impression on observers. 2 Timothy 2 24 and 25 reads, For a slave of the Lord does not need to fight, but needs to be gentle toward all, qualified to teach, showing restraint when wronged, instructing with mildness those not favorably disposed. Perhaps God may give them repentance, leading to an accurate knowledge of truth. How can you make mildness one of your strengths? Paragraph 4. Question. 
What can we learn about mildness from the example of Isaac? The Bible contains many accounts that highlight the value of mildness. Take the example of Isaac. When he settled in the Philistine territory of Gerar, his envious neighbors stopped up wells that his father's servants had dug. Instead of fighting for his rights, Isaac moved his household farther away and dug other wells. But the Philistines claimed that the water in this location was also theirs. Despite this, Isaac acted peacefully. What helped him to remain mild even when others seemed determined to provoke him? He surely observed the example of his parents, learning much from the peaceful ways of Abraham and the quiet and mild spirit of Sarah. 1 Peter 3 4 Paragraph 5 Question What example shows that Christian parents can teach children the value of mildness? Christian parents, be assured that you too can teach your children the value of mildness. Consider the example of Maxence, age 17. He had to deal with angry people at school and in the ministry. His parents patiently worked with him to help him cultivate mildness. They say, Maxence has come to understand that when provoked, it takes more strength to hold back than to respond with anger or violence. Happily, mildness has become Maxence's strength. Paragraph 6 Question How can prayer help us to improve in showing mildness? What can we do when we are facing a tense situation, such as when someone slanders the name of our God or ridicules the Bible? We should ask Jehovah for His Spirit and for His wisdom to respond in a mild way. What if we later realize that we did not respond as well as we should have? We can pray again about the matter and think of how we can do better the next time. In turn, Jehovah will grant us His Holy Spirit. So that we can control our temper and show mildness. Paragraph 7. Question. How can memorizing certain scriptures help us to control our speech and reaction? Some Bible verses can help us to control our speech when confronted with difficult situations. God's Spirit can bring those texts to mind. For example, the principles we find in the book of Proverbs can help us to be mild. Proverbs 15.1 reads, A mild answer turns away rage, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Verse 18 reads, A hot tempered man stirs up strife, but one who is slow to anger calms a quarrel. That Bible book also reveals the benefits of showing restraint in tense situations. How insight helps us to be mild. Paragraph 8. Question. Why should we consider what may have caused a person to challenge our beliefs? Insight can also help us. An insightful person shows restraint when challenged about his beliefs. Some questions or challenges are like icebergs, the greater part lying below the surface. For example, a hidden motive or concern may prompt a person to ask a question. So before answering, we do well to realize that we may not know what has moved the person to raise the issue. Paragraph 9. Question 
How did Gideon show insight and mildness when dealing with the men of Ephraim? Consider how Gideon responded to the men of Ephraim. They angrily challenged him as to why he did not call them earlier to join him in the fight against Israel's enemies. Was there an underlying reason for their contentious attitude? Hurt pride, perhaps? Whatever the case, Gideon wisely respected their feelings and gave them a mild answer. The result? Disarmed, they calmed down. Judges 8 1 Paragraph 10. Question. What will help us to know how to answer those who question our beliefs? Perhaps a co worker or a schoolmate questions our Christian stand on certain moral issues. We will do our best to defend our convictions while respecting our listeners' view. 1 Peter 3 15 reads. But sanctify the Christ as Lord in your hearts, always ready to make a defense before everyone who demands of you a reason for the hope you have, but doing so with a mild temper and deep respect. It is often helpful to view the question as a way to learn what he cares about, rather than as an attack or a challenge. Regardless of the reason why someone has raised an issue, We do well to respond in a gentle, kind way. Our answer may then move him to reconsider his viewpoint. Even if his manner seems rude or sarcastic, our goal should be to respond kindly. Paragraphs 11 and 12, Part A Question What might we consider before answering a difficult question? Part B Illustrate how asking a question may open the way for a conversation. If a workmate asks, for example, why we do not celebrate birthdays, consider could he be wondering whether we are allowed to have a good time? Or might he feel that our position will dampen the company's team spirit? We may be able to ease our workmate's concerns by expressing how much we appreciate his interest in fellow workers and assuring him that we want to enjoy a pleasant environment at work. That might open the way to a relaxed conversation about what the Bible indicates regarding the subject of birthdays. We might use a similar approach when other controversial topics come up. A schoolmate might assert that Jehovah's Witnesses should change their view of homosexuality. Does that reflect a misconception about Jehovah's Witnesses? Or could it be that he has a friend or a relative who is a homosexual? Does he assume that we have no love for people who pursue that lifestyle? We may need to assure him that we care for all people and that we respectfully recognize that each person has the right to make his own choices. We might then be able to highlight the Bible's beneficial moral standards. The picture for paragraphs 11 and 12 shows a workmate offering a sister a piece of birthday cake at her desk. Others eat, drink, and celebrate in a neighboring office. The picture caption reads We can better respond if we first consider that there may be reasons why an invitation to a birthday party is being offered. Paragraph 13. Question How might you help someone who ridicules belief in God? When confronted by someone who has strong views, We should not quickly assume that we know what he believes. For example, 
What if your schoolmate says that it is ridiculous to believe in God? Should you assume that he strongly believes in evolution and knows a lot about it? Actually, he may not have given the subject much thought. Instead of starting a debate about science, you can find a way to give your schoolmate something to think about later. Perhaps you could direct him to material about creation found on jw.org. He might later be willing to discuss an article or a video found there. Yes, a respectful response may move him to reconsider his view. Paragraph 14. Question. How did Neil make good use of our website to help a classmate overcome a misconception about Jehovah's Witnesses? A teenager named Neil used our website to overcome misconceptions about Jehovah's Witnesses. He says, I was often told by a classmate that I do not believe in science because I trust a made up book rather than facts. When this classmate did not allow Neil to explain his beliefs, he directed the classmate to the jw.org section, Science and the Bible. Later, Neil discerned that the student had likely read the material. And was more willing to discuss the origin of life. You might have a similar result. Prepare as a family. Paragraph 15. Question. How can parents help their children respond mildly when schoolmates challenge their beliefs? Parents can effectively teach their children how to respond mildly when their beliefs are challenged. Some parents have practice sessions during family worship. They consider topics that might come up at school, discuss and demonstrate how to give an answer, and teach their children how to speak in a mild, appealing way. The following is supplementary information. Practice sessions can help your family. The picture shows a young boy replying to his father during a family worship practice session. Many families find it useful during family worship. To discuss controversial subjects that may come up at school or at work. For example, consider how you would reply if someone says, Only uneducated people believe in God. Evolution is a fact. If creation is true, who created the Creator? Jehovah's Witnesses hate homosexuals. Why do Jehovah's Witnesses pressure people to change their religion? You have changed the Bible to fit your beliefs. The footnote reads You can find helpful suggestions on jw.org in the article series Young People Ask and Frequently Asked Questions About Jehovah's Witnesses. Returning to the article, Paragraphs 16 and 17. Question. How may practice sessions help young ones? Practice sessions can help Christians to present convincing arguments and to convince themselves that they have sound reasons for their beliefs. The Young People Ask series on jw.org includes worksheets for teenagers. Those are designed to help young ones to reinforce their beliefs and to prepare answers in their own words. By studying this series as a family, we all can learn how to defend our faith in a mild, appealing way. A youth named Matthew explains how practice sessions helped him. 
As part of their family worship, Matthew and his parents often research topics that might be discussed in class. He says, We think of what sort of scenarios might come up, and we practice how to handle them based on the research we did. When I have clearly in mind the reasons for my stand, I feel secure, and I find it easier to be mild when dealing with others. Paragraph 18. Question. Colossians 4 6 shows the value of what? Of course, sound reasoning alone may not be enough to persuade some listeners. But expressing ourselves with tact and mildness can help. Colossians 4 6 reads Let your words always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you will know how you should answer each person. Sharing our convictions can be likened to throwing a ball. We can toss the ball gently or hurl it forcefully. When we throw it gently, the other player is more likely to catch it and to continue playing. Similarly, if we express ourselves with tact and mildness, people may be more willing to listen and to continue the conversation. Of course, if someone wants to win a debate or to ridicule our beliefs, We are not obligated to answer him further. But such a person may be the exception. Some, perhaps many, will listen. Paragraph 19. Question. What should motivate us to be mild when defending our beliefs? Clearly, there is great value in making mildness a personal goal. Pray to Jehovah for the strength you need to remain mild when responding to controversial questions or unjust criticism. Remember, your mild attitude can prevent differences of opinion from escalating into arguments, and your mild, respectful answer may actually move some listeners to change their view about us and about Bible truths. Be always ready to make a defense of your beliefs. Doing so with a mild temper and deep respect. 1 Peter 3 15. Yes, let mildness be your strength. How would you answer? How can we develop mildness? How can insight help us to respond with mildness? How can parents prepare their children to defend their faith with mildness? Song 88. Make me know your ways. End of article.